Some people don't believe that overtraining is real, but the scientific research tells a completely different story. Overtraining is real and it's bad. I know this firsthand because I've run into overtraining a couple times myself. Some of the times it was more obvious because I was training two to three hours each day, which led to a torn bicep, and other times it wasn't so obvious. The fact of the matter is that you absolutely need to push yourself to see results from your workouts because undertraining is very real as well and maybe even more common than overtraining. When you don't push yourself enough while working out and you don't progressively overload with a higher training volume over time, the level of stress you're putting on your body, it's just not enough to improve. The sweet spot for seeing results is right between undertraining and overtraining, but if you cross that line, you might be working harder than ever, but instead of seeing improvements, you'll be slowing down your progress, causing overuse injuries, creating hormonal imbalances, and if you continue overtraining for too long, you can gain body fat, lose muscle mass, and even lower your sex drive. Long story short, overtraining isn't only caused by working out too much, but instead, it's the combination of putting too much physical, psychological, and environmental stress on your body, leading to problems that you definitely want to avoid. And luckily, there are some signs and symptoms of overtraining, but if you don't know them, you may not even notice them. So today, I wanna give you guys eight signs that you should look out for to ensure that you're not overtraining. And make sure you stick with me through this video because after I give you these eight signs to look out for, I'll also give you five ways to guarantee that you never overtrain again. I wanna start with one of the most obvious signs, which is a decrease in your performance levels. Now, if you're working out really hard and your workouts typically go well, but then you have one or two bad days where you feel weaker and tired during your workouts, that's perfectly normal and it's probably not safe to assume that you've hit the point of overtraining. On the other hand, if you consistently try to complete intense workouts to see some progress, but instead you're losing strength, endurance, or you're repeatedly failing to complete your workouts, you might be crossing that line. If you are overtraining and it's resulting in decreased performance, you'll experience things like noticeable changes in your grip strength. The weights will feel heavier on your joints and your bones. You'll have less stability and precision with movement patterns and a decrease in explosiveness. If you consistently experience a couple of these symptoms during your workouts, you might see much better results by backing off rather than working harder. It may seem counterintuitive that rest will help you make progress, but the best athletes, strongmen, and bodybuilders all know that training smarter will get you much further than always training harder. Another sign you'll experience is feeling really sore for really long lengths of time after your workouts. This is not to be confused with DOMS, or delayed onset muscle soreness, which is that sore and sometimes even painful feeling that usually will start the day after training, usually peaking at about day two, and it can last up to three days. The process of DOMS is perfectly normal and it's usually caused by either trying unfamiliar exercises or from shocking your body with different training styles like drop sets, supersets, and rest pause training or from rapidly increasing your training volume. However, if you're not really doing anything new and you're feeling a soreness that's different than the usual soreness that you experience from your regular training, I'm talking about the type of soreness that lingers for a few extra days and it even might be a little more painful than usual, then you may be running into this problem. If the soreness is so great that it feels like it's back to the very first time that you lifted weights and you feel like you can't lift your arms up to brush your hair or you can't walk up the stairs, without pulling yourself up by the railing for a whole week, then you may have overdone it. 
Remember, if you're a beginner, you'll feel a lot more soreness from your workouts. But if you've been at it for some time now, you shouldn't be sore for extensively long periods of time. Let's move on to the next big sign, which is the sudden loss of motivation to train at all. Obviously, if you've been a couch potato for the last six months and you don't feel like working out, you're not overtraining. However, if normally you look forward to your workouts, but now you have no desire to even show up to the gym, then that could be a big problem. Even though overtraining is largely felt physically, like I said earlier, it's caused by an excess accumulation of physical, psychological, emotional, and environmental stress. All of this can definitely lead not only to feeling bad physically while working out, but it can also affect you psychologically, making you feel like you have no motivation to work out at all. Eventually, this can lead to depression if you don't recognize what's stressing you out and reevaluate your approach. Another symptom is constantly getting sick even though you're living a healthy lifestyle and treating your body well. If you're consistently exercising, eating a well-balanced diet and you're getting enough sleep and you're not drinking alcohol or you're only drinking it in moderation at least, you shouldn't be getting sick all that often. However, if you're following all these healthy habits but you're still constantly sniffling or coughing, catching one cold after another, this could be another sign of overtraining. Of course, you might have just gotten unlucky and you caught a lingering cold that won't go away, so you will wanna make sure that you're experiencing frequent illness in combination with some of these other symptoms of overtraining as well. So next, we have the symptom of flat-looking muscles and maybe even full-out muscle loss. This can also be coupled with more of a bloated look from excess water retention. If you're training correctly, you have a good diet and you're balancing the training with proper amounts of rest and nutrition, your body will be in the ideal state to build muscle. And it's during your rest and recovery period that those muscles will heal, rebuild, and grow. If you're overtraining, you're not giving your body enough time to recover from the amount of stress being placed on your body. You're essentially doing more breakdown than you are rebuilding. A reduction of protein synthesis combined with increased protein breakdown leads to muscle loss and even worse, a full out injury. Think about it, if you break down more muscle than you repair, eventually in that weakened state, you set yourself up for an overuse injury, which is actually the next sign to look out for, chronic or nagging injuries that either don't go away or are constantly reoccurring again and again. One study found a direct linear relationship between hours of exercise and injury, demonstrating that higher volumes and intensities of training are correlated with higher overuse injury risk. Now, of course, you can get injured for other reasons. You could have bad form, you might not be eating a good diet, and you may have run into something known as pattern overload. Pattern overload refers to an injury caused by a repetitive motion or movement pattern. This usually happens when you never change up your workouts or if you're constantly repeating the same exact exercises over and over again, month after month. If you think that you have a good diet, good form, and you're switching up your workouts enough, but you're still constantly getting overuse injuries, then this may definitely be another sign that you're overtraining, especially if you're experiencing some of these other symptoms. For example, another symptom that you can feel is just general fatigue, sluggishness, and feeling irritable throughout the day. This is the result of overworking your sympathetic nervous system. And in the process, you're decreasing testosterone levels and increasing cortisol levels way too high. When you increase cortisol for a short length of time while working out, 
that's perfectly normal. Those elevated levels of cortisol will drop right back down soon after you're done exercising. However, if you constantly experience so much stress from working out as well as other external factors, those cortisol levels continuously stay elevated for long lengths of time, leaving you feeling tired, moody, sluggish, and easily annoyed all day long. Let's move on to the last symptom of overtraining so we can jump right into the best prevention tactics to ensure that this doesn't ever happen to you. The last sign is insomnia and restlessness. This has to do once again with your sympathetic nervous system. If you're pushing your body way too hard, your nervous system can become overstimulated. And due to the overproduction of stress hormones, you might not be able to wind down and just completely relax when trying to get to sleep. This will make it harder to fall asleep and stay asleep, making sleep much less effective, ultimately leading to a vicious cycle of less recovery and more fatigue. So those are the eight signs and symptoms that I want you to look out for. Now I wanna go over five guaranteed ways to prevent this from actually happening to you. First is to ensure that you're eating properly and that you're taking in the right amount of micro and macronutrients based on your activity level. Now, I'm not just talking about eating enough protein. Of course, you wanna aim for around 0.8 to one gram of protein per pound of body weight, and you wanna make sure that you're avoiding processed foods to keep inflammation throughout your body nice and low. But studies also show that a lack of fruit and vegetables can also lead to slower rates of muscle recovery. So make sure that you're eating a well-balanced diet full of a variety of healthy sources of protein, carbs, fats, fruits, and vegetables. Next, you need to make sure that you're getting enough sleep because that's when your body repairs and recovers the most. Also, another good reason to get more sleep is because studies show that getting less than six hours of sleep per night is associated with higher risks of death, illness, and chronic disease. That should be enough motivation alone to try to get six to eight hours of sleep every night, no matter what excuses you have. The third way to prevent overtraining is to ensure that you're not going overboard with your workouts. You can go overboard by exercising too frequently, by doing too many sets per body part, and by going too heavy or too hard too often. If you're just doing one of these things, you can get away with it, but if you combine heavy weight with a lot of sets and you're doing it too often, you'll definitely set yourself up for overtraining. And these variables will change from person to person, so you will have to listen to your body. Now, it's important to mention that intense exercise isn't the only thing that can cause this. Doing too much low-intensity cardio can also cause overtaxation of your sympathetic nervous system, especially when combined with other forms of training. If you're starting to feel some of the symptoms of overtraining, make sure you reevaluate your program. Next, you wanna lower stress levels. This may not sound all that important to some of you, but the amount of stress your body can physically handle from your workouts without overtraining, it is highly influenced by how much stress you're getting from other places. If you're going through some psychological or emotional stress caused by crazy deadlines at work or relationship problems or just general anxiety, you may wanna ease up with your workouts a little while you're going through that. Now, I'm not saying you wanna undertrain, but maybe substitute a heavy lifting day for yoga or stretching. Setting aside some time for meditation can also help you manage some external stress. The final and my favorite way to prevent overtraining is to occasionally incorporate a deload week or take a week off entirely. A deload week consists of reducing either training intensity by significantly lowering the weight load that you're lifting or by decreasing the volume by lowering the amount of sets, reps, or exercises performed. 
I like to lower both volume and intensity. So during a deload week, my chest workout, it might just be three sets of bench press with half the weight that I normally lift. And that would be it or I just do three sets of 20 reps of pushups, and that's it. I like to do this once every six to 12 weeks, and even if you decide to take the entire week off instead of deloading, you'll probably be surprised when you come back even stronger than you were before. That's it guys, I really hope I've helped you out with identifying the signs and symptoms of overtraining, and I hope you've learned some strategies to prevent it from ever happening to you. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you subscribe to the channel and hit that bell icon so you can constantly get instant access to more free tips and tricks to help you build more muscle and burn more fat in the most effective ways. Also, for those of you that are looking for a done-for-you program that'll help you burn fat and build muscle faster than you ever have before, visit my website where we're running challenges that are specifically designed to get you to get more results than you ever have in only six weeks. You get a workout plan, a custom diet plan, as well as an accountability coach to help mentor and guide you through the entire process. This takes all the guesswork out and helps you hit your goals without any of the grueling trial and error that just wastes your time and causes frustration. On average, the clients that have a goal of losing body fat during our six week challenge, they're losing an average of 20 pounds or 5% of their body fat. And those that do the muscle building program are gaining 5% lean mass in only six weeks. So it's true, you can highly accelerate your progress by training smarter. To find out more about our six week challenge, you can click the link somewhere around here, or you could visit my website directly at gravitytransformation.com. See you guys soon. Pump it.